For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Back to the show and a good Wednesday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 1108, 8 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Playing a man down tonight in Longoria in Texas, uh, watching over his ailing grandfather. Thoughts and prayers to the whole Longoria family. That was so funny. Longoria. Dude, I swear. To I you, wish I would have been there for that. I almost fell off my chair at the Taste of Alpharetta when the guy's like, oh, hey, uh, what's your name? He goes, I'm Longoria. Well, every once in a while when we're talking <laughs> anything Spanish food comes up, yeah. he'll put that, in, that, that really yeah. Spanish inflection in there, and I, I could see him. Longoria. Longoria. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> He's Who like, are you? Oh, I'm Longoria. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, what's up, man? I was yeah. supposed to remind you you wanted to talk about something this half hour, but I forgot what it was. Imaginary, uh, imaginary friends. friends. There we go. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, Mark Dowden filling in for uh, Longoria, doing a great job. Have you ever heard, you've worked with Longoria since he's got here. You ever heard him throw that Spanish accent out? The night you were gone, and I ran the board, uh-huh. and the two guys, you know, the gypsies ran the uh, palace <laughs> here. Yeah, that's when I first noticed it. It was like, wow, he's really rolling those R's yes. on that, isn't he? Yeah, he, he will. Longoria. Yet, yet. He wouldn't translate for Hector with us. So he's, he's you know... He's holding out. He's holding out on us for yeah. sure. All right, uh, we're discussing the tragic story of the uh, train derailment in Philadelphia. Seven dead, two missing, hundreds injured. Obviously a huge story. We heard the latest from Jennifer Griffey's and CBS at the top of the hour there. Uh, just as news consumers, I know you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Um, if you're listening to talk radio, you, you are a news junkie like I am. Just as a news consumer, hypothetically, these two stories happen on, on the same day at the same time. An earthquake in Nepal that kills 7,000 or a train derailment that kills seven in Philadelphia. When you turn on WSB radio, what story do you want to be heard covered? Now, granted, we're going to cover both of them. But as a, as a news consumer, which story is more important for you? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Ryan is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What's up, buddy? Hey, I was just thinking we're looking at this, I think, in the wrong way. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. How how many natural disaster news stories have you heard in your life? <sighs> Countless. I don't know. I couldn't even imagine. 150, 200, 300. I have no idea. Right. But h- how many stories of a uh, train crash have you heard in your life? A dozen, maybe. Significantly a lot less. Yeah, absolutely. This is the first that I've, I've ever heard in my lifetime. Yeah. No, I've, I've, we've, we've, there's... Regardless of mm-hmm. number of deaths. So you think the rarity of it is what tips the scales in your in, in that favor? Right. 
because I think you're more interested. In All right, but here's here's an, just to ask to to reply a question with a question: How many earthquakes have we heard about, or natural disasters where seven thousand people were killed? That's a big number. We haven't had that many of those in my lifetime. Probably maybe once a year. No. Definitely not, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> 7,000 dead from a natural disaster? Every no way. year? Yeah, no. I, no. This is the... Uh, Chuck, can you can you Google this for me? I hate to make you work while you're screening calls. Can you Google uh, deaths by natural disasters um, in the last 100 years? I know the tsunami's number one. This is pro- this has got to be number two. The Nepal earthquake's got to be number two. I can't think of anything else that... A natural disaster that's killed 7,000. Well, there was the flood in Bangladesh back in the 70s. I don't know how many that took out, but that, you know, that, that, was, big, was, yeah. that was significant. Do you but want I mean, the total over the last 100 years or the Like biggest? the biggest ones. Okay. Because I know it's it's going to be, um, number one's going to be the tsunami. Let's do earthquake in 50 San- years, 50 years. Let's er- go back. Earthquake in San Francisco, was that 89 or 90? Yeah, that didn't kill, com- no. that didn't come close to that, though. No. Uh, 1931 China floods. Floods, okay. Uh, 1 million to 4 million. Okay, go back, go earlier though than that. Let's go 50 years. 50 years? Uh, you're looking at 1976, uh, Tangshan earthquake? Okay, four, China four, earthquake. 450,000. <sighs> okay. Wow. monstrous. Uh. Tsunami's got to be next, right? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, in the last hundred years, it doesn't even crack the top ten. No kidding. Yeah, the top ten go from one to four million down to two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand. What's that? What's two hundred fifty three hundred? Uh, it was in Turkey. Earthquake. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, was that yeah. one point four million? You said. Uh, one million to four million. You okay. know the Chinese, Chinese have real good records floods. of their yeah. <laughs> citizens, so they have to ballpark it. That's yeah. All right, keep keep. I, I, I'll keep looking. Yeah, give me the last fifty years, the biggest natural disaster deaths. I, I'm morbidly curious about that. Marco in Lilburn. Marco, how you doing, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? Chilling, my friend. Man, that's some serious numbers there, man. Um, but yeah, for me, more local. So I'm more interested in. Uh, yesterday, I ran home to turn on the news about the train. Uh, so that's what you that's what you want to do. Yeah. And uh and I don't think the age had a factor. I mean if he was twenty two I would say yeah. But thirty two, I mean that's uh, being in the truck driving business, there's some guys in their early twenties. Yeah, thirty two is uh, an adult. You know, Absolutely. You gotta start somewhere, so now yeah, I'm more worried about people in their fifties and But, but typically and, typically <laughs> speaking though, you just imagining a train conductor, you, you would I would automatically think a guy in his fifties, but Thirty-two is old enough. I mean, it's that, that's exactly. that shouldn't be a factor. Four years experience. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see if that turns yeah. out. I, I'm half his life already. I'm, I am curious about this story though to see what happened. I want to hear what the guy has to say. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. And that's why he was going a hundred miles an hour when he should have been going and then fifty. Also, if I could comment on what uh, Javita said about that uh, road rage. Yeah. Uh, being a truck driver. Those minivans and the SUVs are the worst drivers out there with those soccer moms in there. Amen. The chances they take, I would bet money that she was at fault um, because you see it every day. I mean, they're cutting, you know, they're cutting us off. Well, no matter uh, what happens, though, you shouldn't be shooting at a minivan with kids in it. But I agree, exactly. But, but just that whole factor where yeah. they're still in a rush. That's, that's the, the, one something. of the biggest benefits of my schedule, Marco, is I'm never out in traffic. So I don't I have do to like deal our with schedule. I, I never. I miss traffic. I, I the two years I've been in Atlanta, I've never hit traffic. Never had to do road rage. It's just not worth it. It's fantastic. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. 
And now, it's time for Blessed or Not Blessed with the Lonely Tailgate. He is the world's foremost expert on what exactly is blessed and what is not blessed. He joins us every Wednesday on the Mark Aram Show. He is the Lonely Tailgater. And I'm going to say Hawks Game 5, very, very blessed, my friend. Infinitely blessed. Infinitely blessed. I'm assuming you were watching the game, right? Oh, heck yes, man. I tell you what, if, if the Hawks had lost with another Paul Pierce 3, I, I don't know what I would have done. I cannot I, I stand. I wouldn't have shown up for work for the rest of the week. That would have been it for me. I, I, he is my most despised athlete of all time. He is the least blessed athlete of all time. Yeah, he's, he, you know, he's in my top three at least. Who who is uh, not blessed? Who's more not blessed than Paul Pierce in the athletic uh, world? You know Tom Brady, man. There's just something <laughs> about Tom Brady. You know, even before Deflate Gate, you know, Deflate Gate may have moved him up to number one with me. And uh, you know, I, this is going to sound pretty random, but I always had it out for Dave Concepcion. Really? I don't know why. I don't know why. He seemed like the nice guy. I don't know, man. Dave you know, Concepcion. Now, if you said Mario Soto, I would have been like, all right, I get it. But Well, Joaquin Andujar, maybe. Joaquin. But yeah, Dave Concepcion. I don't know, man. He I, always rubbed me the wrong. You know the weak-hitting, good-feeling shortstop always makes the All-Star game? Just irritated me. Really? All right. I, I mean, I, that never would have even occurred to me. Now, if you said, like, uh, Tim Tuffle, I would have been like, all right, yeah, he's not blessed. <laughs> Tim Tuffle. Yeah, he looked like he should have been teaching high school math, not playing second base or shortstop, as far as annoying middle infielders go. Hey, as for uh, horrific uh, natural disasters, you're forgetting the Haiti earthquake, man. Six-figure death toll there. When was that? What, 2010? That cleared 100,000 deaths, man. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Isn't it crazy how quickly you forget it? Like, that's what I mean. Like I shouldn't have forgotten about the Haiti earthquake, but we, you know, we there's there's so much going on, and I, again, that I don't think was covered enough. I mean, when you when you get into five and six figure uh, death tolls, four and five and six figure death tolls, that's a big story. Like the Nepal earthquake, that's yeah. a big story. What what's the biggest natural disaster in Korean history? Uh, that would probably be my mother marrying my father and moving to America. <laughs> Not Kim Jong-il. It was the, the, the tailgater parents coming together. Yeah, there you go. All right. You know, they, they let me get away, you know. But right. I don't think they let me back in the country. I'm a happy. They're, you know, they're all for purity over there. Have you ever been to Korea? I, I have no knowledge of any of my relatives on my mother's side of the family. They disowned None. her. She came over. She kind of got disowned. Yeah. And she was like, you know, to heck with it. I'm American. So I don't know. I can't speak Korean. You know, I eat some of the food. But for all intents and purposes, I'm an American white dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. I've, I've noticed that. Um, yeah, all right. I, was, I had a follow-up question, but I can't remember what it was going to be. Oh, your dad was your dad a GI? Is that what happened? Yes. Colonel Potter-esque? Or what What MASH character did your dad most match up with? A Hawkeye. Really? Definitely. Oh, yeah, he was a Hawkeye. <laughs> why was, all right, why was uh, um, Loretta Lynn, why was she considered blessed in the 70s? Because you watch MASH reruns, and she is not blessed. Swit. Loretta Swit, Loretta sorry. Swit. Yeah. Yeah, she was, you know, in the movie, Sally Kellerman always had this weird hotness to her. Sure. So hot Lips in the movie was blessed. Yeah, Loretta mm-hmm. Swit, yeah, I Even don't know, for the man. 70s, yeah. she was not blessed. Like, the, the, the side nurses that Hawkeye and, and BJ would, would mess around with, 
There were some blessed nurses there. They were hotter. But, oh, yeah. But Hot Lips Houlihan was not hot at all. Maybe late I, 50s I agree hot. With you, man. And she was and she was hitting it with Glenn, uh, Frank Burns, right? I almost said Glenn Burns. <laughs> she, she was messing around. Burns and Loretta Swift. Right? You're going to cause a controversy at the station, man. I'm remembering correctly. Like she she would hook up with Frank Burns, right? Yeah. Like they were a couple. Paint his toenails. But they did they did keep it under wraps or something. Oh well. Yeah. yeah were they both married? Did they have spouses? He was married. Time? I can't remember. Frank Burns was married. Loretta there had a. She married a uh, at lieutenant the end, colonel. She married a guy at the end, but definitely Loretta Swit not blessed. Not blessed. Yeah. All right. That's all we have time for. Taylor most Gator. underrated babe from seventies uh, uh, sitcoms. Wow. I don't know. I think it's I uh, maybe that's a topic. That's a future topic we've got to go over. Adrian Barbo. Seventies sitcoms. Janet on Three's Company never got the credit she deserved. Joyce DeWitt. Yes. Yeah. Joyce DeWitt would... Yeah. You'd have a good time with Joyce DeWitt. She would not be shy. She was always I, overshadowed I by I totally Suzanne agree. Summers. Yeah, she would She would go the extra mile for you. All right, uh, Tailgater, uh, follow him on Twitter, please. Please follow him on Twitter, at Lonely Tailgater. Have a blessed night, my friend. Cheryl White forever. <laughs> Very blessed. All right, we're coming back with your calls. Bob Cliff and John, hang tight. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, flying through some calls, finishing up with the uh, Doomsday Talk. Bob's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Robert. Hey, what's up? How are you, buddy? Hey, pretty good. Uh, uh, Yeah, I guess between those two competing news stories, uh, uh, I guess for me it'd be like 50-50, you know, because of the 7,000 people is a lot of folks. Yeah. uh, you know, we're we're so blessed to be here in America. I mean, I know we have earthquakes going on over here, but uh, infrastructure, you know, seems to be better able to uh, handle things without you know buildings crashing down. I think there was a video of a building actually crashing down yesterday. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That's unbelievable. Um, but you're right. We we are so blessed to live in the greatest country in the world with the greatest first responders and medical care and. Um, yeah, I, I just can't imagine. Can you even imagine how big an earthquake you would need to have in the United States to kill 7,000 people? I can't even imagine. It would have to be like the big one in, in L.A. Like that would. Uh, yeah, or, or possibly uh, uh, it hadn't happened yet, uh, but the uh, New Madrid fault. Yeah. Over there uh, in the Mississippi River. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, too, I was a, I'm kind of a train enthusiast. So I was uh, coming about the Philadelphia train wreck also. And, uh, if you've seen photographs, especially of the front of the train, did you notice that those freight cars that that locomotive was about, I guess, about 20, 25 feet away from? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's been remarked yet on the news yet, but those are tank cars. <laughs> what do you mean, tank cars? They haul oil. Oh, really? No, I did not oh, notice yeah. that. I did not notice that. I will, I will check it out, though. Um, we're going to have the very latest on the train wreck um, coming up in just a minute or two. We'll have the uh, latest on the Hawks win, the Braves lose. We're going to come back. I've got Lou Graham tickets to give away. I've got more calls. I still want to talk about imaginary friends. I didn't even get to God tonight. 
I wanted to talk about God. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. We'll see. Could come up next half hour. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Arum. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is the Mark Arum Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there. Very severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center. Will break in. Depend on it. This is your brain. This is your brain on the Mark Aram Show. Ladies, make it hot. Thugs, make it hot. Make it pop. Welcome back to the show. 1137, 23 in front of midnight. Mark Aram with you on a Wednesday Eve. Low T Chuck, lounging, shoes off. Your pants unbuttoned? I'm not going to comment. Are you one of those guys that unbuttons the pants after a big meal? He's got no. an Al Bundy going on in there. Dowden definitely does. I could see Dowden, you know, on the on the on recliner. On the sofa, hand oh. down to my pants, watching TV. Sofa, not a recliner. Exactly. I picture you as a recliner guy. No, no recliner. I don't have a recliner. I don't have to put my hand down my pants anymore. Because you've got low testosterone? Got the hot neighbor. Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> no, but that's just comfort. Like if you if you notice if I stand up in the studio sometimes yeah I'll just take this position oh yeah, yeah like yeah. I just tuck it in yeah right in the waistband yeah, yeah. in the waistband are you a, a recliner guy or a couch guy oh, I so love far. a good recliner yeah I need yeah. to get one I don't have one to be honest my my couch has recliners on each end gotcha so those are nice of both those are nice yeah the only reason I don't have a recliner is uh, I used to have one back in my bachelor days, and I'd fall asleep in it all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I fell asleep. I constantly peeled myself out of it between 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning all the time yeah. and then went to bed because I'd fall asleep good. watching TV in the recliner. That's not it. It's, that, That's it's never awesome. Good. Well, it's good, but you know, I hate to wake up in the middle of the night and then have to get up and then go. And you don't get as good of sleep in a recliner as you would in a bed. I just started preparing myself. I would... I, I, I would as if I was going to bed, I would crawl into the recliner at 10 o'clock at night knowing that I was going to fall asleep there. there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah that when way I, I just had to get up and walk to the bedroom. When I was in college, I'd get back I, after work. I, I was a waiter. I'd get home at like 1 in the morning, sack out on the recliner, turn the TV on. I wake up the next morning. It was like 11 a.m. Like yeah. that was, that's, I slept on a recliner. Yeah, I never did that. That's not I good. went through recliners like gliders. Really? Pretty much, yeah. Like lighters. Thinking about People it. People are stealing them all the time? No, I just, I wore them out. <laughs> okay. Used them up, threw them out. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let, finishing up calls on the disasters. Oh, by the way, um, I did some research. A uh, listener sent me a link, of a very good link of natural disasters. Um, poor China. The top four biggest natural disaster as far as deaths all occurred in China. Um, two of them floods, two of them earthquakes. One in 1931, one in 1887, one in 1556. And one in 1976. I'm dubious about the death count in the 1556 one. Yeah, how do you get an accurate count yeah, on that, that one? I, yeah, I, that I'm, might be a little... I'm dubious. Um, the fifth most uh, deadly natural disaster, Cyclone in Bangladesh in 1970, killed up to 500,000 people. That's crazy. Yeah, the one that I found said 250 to 500,000. Yeah. The best count was 375. Number six is a Cyclone in India in 1839, 300,000. Number seven, a cyclone in Calcutta, also in India, 300,000 people dead. And then number eight, the one that sticks out in my mind, next to 9-11, the second biggest story of my life, um, was the uh, Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami killed 280,000 people in 2004. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember that happening and just, it was mind-boggling. Yeah. And the video of the... Of the uh, all the animals running to the hills before it happened. Yeah, and everybody not... And then when the ocean sucked out... 
because it because the tidal yeah. wave it pulled it out and everybody's like, I wonder what's going on. And there's like <laughs> they people go down to the meandering beach. way down <laughs> into the beach because the ocean just sort of disappeared. But at that point, it didn't matter. Like no. even if they were run, to yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it didn't. That's either. the thing. If the animals start running to the hills, follow them. Yeah, that's that's what we can take away from that. Oh yeah. If you see the chipmunks here in the courtyard, start running up Peachtree. <laughs> follow them because they know ground. they know something uh, that we don't. That's that's two hundred eighty thousand. That's a huge story. Yeah, I, I think seven thousand dead in Nepal is a huge story, but two hundred eighty thousand in that uh, tsunami was nuts. Uh, John joins us in Duluth. John, welcome to the program. Thanks for hanging on, buddy. Hi, man. Uh, let me tell you why I'm answering the question the way I'm answering it. Okay. Last night I turned, I tuned on the TV uh, to the Philadelphia story, mm-hmm. and they had a person in studio talking on the phone to another person in studio, and they read exactly the same fact points that they had at the moment. So I don't want to hear about any story until we've got some actual news. Mm-hmm. You know, when we find out that they're going twice the speed, you're like, of course, announce that there's been a horrible dera- uh, derailment. But don't start speculating and calling in all these. I mean, there, there was probably four or five hours of TV wasted last night going over the same thing with experts who all said, we're going to have to wait for the investigation. So I don't want to hear about any story until we know something. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's that's one of the drawbacks of where we are in in media these days. The, the, the necessity to fill hours of coverage when there's no, you know, at one in the morning, you're not getting any new developments. There's no press conferences. You're not getting new information yet. The, you know, you have to fill an hour worth of news on a breaking story and there's no new developments and you're just recapping and rehashing and you're hearing the same stuff over and over again. I, I, that's a legitimate beef absolutely with, with media coverage, but I I really think it's, it's at a necessity, you know, CNN's not going to do seven minutes of it and be like, all right, we're out of here. You know, they feel the need to, to continue the coverage there. Well, CNN needs to fill more than just that. They've yeah. got a lot more space to fill. But I, I will give them credit, though. Um, when, when it comes to a, an international story like Nepal, you, you have to go to CNN or CNN International. Uh, say what you will about their political coverage. I, I understand there's criticisms there. But when, when something happens internationally... Um, they have the resources to to cover news stories like that, like well, the Nepal story. I mean, they had yeah, nobody comes close. Yeah, that, CNN International, especially. I watch CNN International more than I do the American CNN. Oh yeah, it's way better because they they. I mean, it's just news. Yep. And God, I just I mean, that's that's what um, is it? Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN. He's now? the head of CNN now. Right Came now. from NBC. Yeah. And now. And granted, I like like the Anthony Bourdain show. Like yeah. he's putting on these these like non news shows, and I, I like them. Yeah. But I don't want them on a news channel. Nah. Like if CNN just did news, I would watch it so much more because they have. I mean, they've got reporters all over the globe. Like yeah, just there's cover- so much they can report on yeah. all over the world. Because if you like, and I know a lot of uh, listeners like Fox News for their political coverage, and I get that. But if there's a breaking news story, say there's. Uh, God forbid, a uh, earthquake in Tokyo. You, you, Fox News is not going to cover it as well as CNN. No, CNN's got an Asian bureau. They've got reporters there that can. So when it comes to that, um, you know, and I, I, if I were running CNN, that's what we do. Which you, always confused me when they started HLN, the he, mm, CNN headline news. Sure, can't you just be CNN? 
Why do you? Why well, that's what at the time before they you went the, I mean? the Nancy Grace route and we're doing court TV. Yeah. Like HLN was, it was thirty minute newscast. That's it. It was news over and over and over again. Yeah, and I would I would watch that. I yeah. would prefer that. Like ESPN news. Yeah. I watch that more than I watch regular ESPN. Unless there's a game on ESPN, I never watch it. Why? Because I don't care about. The Talking Heads, the Stephen A. Smiths, and no, they just argue back. It gets old. Yeah, so I want just straight coverage of stories and yep. news. So I definitely prefer ESPN news to, and I, as I preferred headline news to CNN back in the day. Yeah, but now it's all Nancy Grace-ish, and Ugh. yeah, it's no good. I can't even remember the last time I watched HLN. Uh, Taylor's in Bethlehem. How you doing, Taylor? I'm hanging in there. How are you? Excellent. Why are you up so late? You should be sleeping. Um, I didn't get back to the house till about. 10 o'clock from the Gwinnett Arena. What was going on there? Disney on Ice. Oh, of course. Yeah. Chuck, you weren't supposed to take off for that? <laughs> Disney on Ice? How was it? Good time? Good show? It was cute. I, I was able to get some good pictures. The boys enjoyed it. But then, you know, epic temper tantrums when we got home. So. Yeah. So that's why I'm still awake. Um, as far as, like, what I would prefer, I actually prefer knowing a little bit more about the train derailment. Um, just for the sheer mystery of it, uh, it's kind of similar to the plane crash on Friday, where it's just like, why did this happen? You know, the, the mystery behind what's the cause of it, I think, is more intriguing for me personally than, say, an earthquake, which is, they're both tra- tragic, but we kind of know the cause of the earthquake. You know what I'm saying? I do. But to me, 7,000 dead is just, that's such a big number. That's a massive number of casualties. And to me, that makes it the bigger story and the story I want to know more about. Like, I can't, I'm, I'm looking through the disasters and there's there's been earthquakes where 100,000 people die. How does that happen? How do, like, granted, I've never been in an earthquake or understand what the hell would happen in an earthquake, but how do 100,000 people die in an earthquake? That makes no sense to me. Is yeah, it just think- buildings collapsing on people? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an infrastructure issue. They're all living on top of each other. Yeah, and in a lot of those places, yeah, they are so condensed you're talking about just high rise on top of high rise. Yeah. Part of me too also can't watch you can't watch that kind of stuff because I mean I did see the the video of the four month old that was rescued from the rubble. Yeah. And while I was you know it, you elated know, and just happy to see that that child survived, that kind of stuff is just I, I, as a parent I just Tough can't handle watch. it anymore. Tough to watch. Yeah. So. Bless your heart, buddy. <laughs> Bless your heart. All right, Taylor, go to sleep. I Gosh am. darn it. Disney okay. on Ice, keeping her up. She used to go to raves with glow sticks, and pacifiers, and yeah, and pacifiers. Now. now she's going to Disney on Ice. Oh Taylor, oh Taylor. All right, we got uh, one more segment to go. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. I've got a prize pack to give away. Um, imaginary friend. What was the name of your imaginary friend when you were a kid? I want to hear it. Best one wins the prize pack. Four zero four. 8720750 outside Atlanta 1800 WSB Talk this is the Mark Aram show Mark Aram on 955 and AM 750 WSB Welcome back to the show final segment of the broadcast 1152 8 in front of midnight on this Wednesday, tomorrow night, Johnny Kilbasa, Fast Food Review. I got canceled on Friday, Chuck. Uh, Aaron Andrews was scheduled to join us on Friday. Uh, I got the plug, the plug pulled on that. Boo. Uh, apparently, something happened with Dancing with the Stars, and she's getting a lot of media criticism, so they've canceled all the uh, appearances. So, no Aaron Andrews on Friday. Seriously, what'd she do? I don't know, like, I guess one of the guys was proposing to one of the girls, 
And then, like, I'm dancing with the stars. Dancing with the I stars. Saw that, yeah. And she like rolled her eyes back, like, uh, like disgusted. That was the appearance. The, oh, okay. But she was like, no, no, I was trying not to cry. <laughs> anyway, oh, she got killed on social media. So I got the email from the publicist today. He's like, yeah, Aaron's not going to be doing any interviews on Friday. <laughs> so no Aaron Andrews on Friday. All right, uh, prize pack. The name of your imaginary friend as a child, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Chuck, I'm assuming in Montana there's very few people you had to have an imaginary friend. I had no imaginary friends, but my brother did. What, what was, do you remember the name of the imaginary friend oh, yeah. of your brother? Yeah. The name of my brother's imaginary friend was Hooksenbau the Taylor Ghost. <laughs> I'm you not even not close make to, that up. I'm not even close to joking. What's he, the name of it? Hooksenbau the Taylor Ghost. Hooksenbau the Taylor Ghost. Uh, wow. Sydney on Twitter, uh, imaginary friend was Leroy Jenkins. Mark Down, did you have an imaginary friend? No, sir, I did not. Uh, Drunk Kurt Schilling, a.k.a. Trip West. Uh, Trip, did you have an imaginary friend? Did you have an Amer imaginary friend, Trip? Growing up? No. No. Do your uh, kids? Do your daughters? Do your kids? Oh, what were they? Yeah, a couple of. Uh, yeah, they've had a couple of. I can't think of the name. All of right, you're you're a horrible father. Horrible <laughs> father. Todd's up on the Mark Aram show. Todd, what was the name of your imaginary friend as a kid? Uh, well, uh, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Just Ricky, huh? Just more. Uh, hold on. Imaginary. <laughs> He's talking to him now. Ricky. <laughs> All right, Todd, you win by default, buddy. No kidding. Uh, you and, you can take you can take Ricky to go see Lou Graham in concert June fifth at Delta Classic Chastain produced by ASO Presents. How about that? Great. All great. right. Great. Hang on hang on the line. Low T's gonna get some info from you and Ricky on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't. I, I'm sure I did have an imaginary friend, but I can't remember. Mom, if you're listening, email me or text me what my imaginary friend's name was. I'm sure I had one, but I can't remember what it was. All right, time for uh, star of the show, the Wednesday edition of the Mark Aram Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Pretty lackluster performance by your uh, host, Mark Aram. I'm not the star of the show. Chuck did all right. Jovita Moore brought it, as always. But uh, I'm going to go star of the show. Mark Dowden for filling in for the uh, absent Longoria. So Aww, thank this, you. Is this your first star of the show? Yes, it is, all actually. Right. We just started like a week ago. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> so you are the uh, Mark Aram star of the show. Again, the uh, whoever wins the most stars of the show at the end of the year... Uh, gets a thousand dollar prize, so you're in the running. Nice. And I think ever. I mean, I don't think anyone's won more than one, so you're tied for first right now. Good. Chuck is allegedly keeping track of the stars of the show. Show me the money, baby. Yeah. I love that. So you are on the board, on the big board for star of the show. On it. All right, let's get out of here tomorrow on the program. Um, Johnny Kilbasa with the fast food review. We can continue this discussion if you want on social media, um, on Twitter at Mark Arum, M A R K A R U M. On Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, and on Instagram, Mark Aram. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Hawks win, Braves lose. Todd Cunningham getting called up from AAA. Uh, Gwinnett to replace, um, gosh darn it, who went in the DL today? Kelly Johnson. Kelly Johnson won the DL this evening. So Todd Cunningham will make his major league debut. Great kid out of uh, Gwinnett. Braves organization. Good for him. I'm very happy for him. He's a good dude. All right, news, weather, and traffic next. Then it's Kill Mead and Friends. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby.
She's long gone with the red shoes on Gonna need another loving baby Don't you weep, pretty baby Don't you weep, pretty baby Without the ones like you Who work tirelessly to keep things running Everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.